What is up guys? Welcome to the Do Good Movement. Our purpose here is to make a positive impact in our society through real life education. The movement comes into play when you share the content to help other people do good just like you. Second round of this, my brother flew in from Texas again. Um, his friends call him Eagle Snatch. I don't accept that name yet. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll call him Kyle. Welcome back, man. Thanks for jumping in. Of course, man. Thank you. So if you guys got to uh, watch the podcast before this, I think it was called Kyle Hijack and the, the Do Good Movement. I uh, jumped on, he asked some questions. So when he flew in, he's like, well, what do you want to talk about? And I said, well, I'm just going to ask you some questions. And he doesn't know anything I want to ask him. So this should be good. Um, a little bit about Kyle. He's my older brother. Uh, we've grown up together, clearly, for <laughs> Um, I'm almost 30, Kyle's 33, both have families. Uh, we're both in the turf business. Um, Kyle and I are partnered in a construction company uh, that does majority artificial grass in Southern California, Nevada, Florida, and uh, a lot of similar interests. I consider Kyle as my best friend. Um, you know, he's like my go-to guy for a lot of stuff. So it's really cool to be able to spend time with him, bring him on, and it's gonna be even more fun to ask him some questions. Uh, Kyle's lived, uh, we have some similarities in our life but differences and um, personal, uh, personally curious of some of the questions I'm going to ask of myself. So I'm going to, there's four different things I want to ask you. Eagle snatch. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, the first one would be, uh, so you went to college. Now you're running a business. You went to college for biology, right? Yep. Got a degree in biology. A lot of people listening uh, to the show, they're younger, they're making those decisions right now, or they might have already went to college, they've got a degree, they're doing that scope of work, they uh, might not be happy there, right? And so I'm going to ask a couple questions around the college thing. One would be when you went to college and like now you're in the real world, you're, you're running business, mm -hmm. how much of that is relative? Like I'm, I'm sure there's some good some pros and some cons, but what, what's relative there? Like, what are the benefits of college, if any? Yeah, it's a good question, because, <clears throat> you know, obviously I went to school, got a biology degree, and now I'm selling artificial grass, which is kind of like a joke I make with people when I tell them, because I'm like literally selling things that are not alive, but like biology is a study of life, so. Yeah, the complete um, opposites. But there's a lot of really good that came from college, too, and so uh, through high school, I didn't figure out how to like excel or like have any interest in like doing a good job in high school it was just like I kind of floated through it seemed like yeah. um, not till the end is when I actually decided to start taking it serious and uh, originally went to college to actually wanted to become a doctor and uh, you know just whatever could have been the highest level of achievement I was like okay it's gonna be a doctor but then I decided I don't want to really go spend the next you know five ten years in school and then also go and live most of my career in an office, cutting people open, sewing them back together, whatever that might look like. I knew I, knew I wanted to help people um, and make an impact. And so like, I just, and I, I was like, hey, whatever is the highest level, I'm just gonna go try to achieve it. Yeah, you're going in anyways, might as well just send it, right? You're accepting extra years after high school. That's a decision point you get to make. Yeah, but there's a lot of good, like I said, that comes from the college thing. And uh, you learn to be disciplined and to actually carry through uh, certain circumstances that you don't really necessarily want to do in the first place. Yeah. Like nobody wants to study for like a 
microbiology test, you know, like that's yeah. honestly boring content unless you really get into it, which is actually not really that boring. Yeah. I said that, but it's really actually crazy what you study at that level, but it takes a lot of grit and discipline to go through what it takes to like learn and pass those tests and get a passing grade in those classes. But ultimately like four years of college that teaches you to commit to something and to finish it. And so like, that's the biggest thing that college taught me was commit to your actions and uh, carry through them regardless of how you feel in the moment. Yeah. It sounds like you, like as a place also to like cut your teeth, right. On like, okay, I gotta, I gotta stay up and study all night. I'm going to have a low sleep, like going through that. I think the consequences that come with doing things like you go, okay, go, yeah, go fuck off, go have fun. But test is still there tomorrow. You're paying for this. You're spending time here that could be spent on building your career or business. So like you're having to feel like there's like a lot of good decision making um, that it teaches you. You kind of get to figure out what you want to do too. Like you get experience different areas of, I guess, businesses or careers that you want to be in. Um, It's funny because if it's different for other people, right? Like if you go into school knowing you're going to go into business and you study all those business classes and it's applicable and you're practicing something on the side during that time, it becomes useful for you. But for me, like if I went into biology, like that industry, or I worked in a lab or like environmental sciences or something, very applicable. Like a lot of the stuff I would have learned would have been useful information. But because I'm in business, really all those personal skills I developed is what became applicable to my career now. Makes sense. Got it. So like now talking about that, um, I think a lot of people are in this position that they got like a degree, they learned it, and then they, they're in jumping into like the real world of like careers and businesses and stuff. Um, and they're making that choice. So do I continue what my degree's on or do I go do something else? How did you get over that? Because I'm sure, like, like, damn, I just put in a lot of time. Even though you learned a lot of things, that I think you're looking back now, like, yeah, I learned this, I learned this. Like, that was all good. But at that time, you probably were just like, I learned biology. I spent time, spent money here, and now I'm getting into business. Was that hard mentally to make that shift? Are there any tips or tricks you teach, you know, on the show to some of the audience? Yeah, I don't, I didn't have a hard decision there because I saw you in business and there was an opportunity and it's like you go where the necessity is. Like I needed to make money to pay for my, my living, right? And yeah. so it was a very easy switch. I saw your success uh, early on in your first one year or two years uh, doing the turf stuff. And I was like, hey, let's just jump in. I literally, <laughs> I literally didn't think about the biology degree ever again. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> but um, I think justifying it and understanding like I did – I did learn a lot. I built a lot of great relationships there. Um, yeah, you, like you said earlier, you cut your teeth there. And uh, I'm gonna ask you a personal question around it. So you have two kids, right? One's in school. Uh, they're gonna be at this decision point soon, right? They're gonna get through school, and they're gonna be talking to you about, hey, do I, Dad? What should I do? Like, here's some ideas. Should I go to college? Should I do that? Um, if they said, should I go to college, if there's three options, should I go to college, should I open a business, or should I go find a job somewhere? How do you stack that together? and What would you bring in? What would you leave out? Yeah, I mean, ultimately the answer would be like, whatever you're passionate about, do. Like, if you want to go work for a business and just do the job thing, go do it. If that's gonna really make you happy and fulfilled and serves your purpose. 
if you want to be an entrepreneur and start a business or do something like that, then go do that. But, um, or go to college. It really depends on, I'm going to give them the options. I'm going to do my best to explain, hey, going this route, this is typically what people are going to, the results are going to see. Yeah. They go this route, this is what it looks like. This is the route I went, and this is the results I'm getting. Um, but I don't really want to be the parent that forces my kid to be like, hey, because I did this or went here, you have to go here. I want them to be able to, like, make an educated decision on their own and explore that, you know. I want to give them the opportunity to have the decision. Though. Yeah, what do they want to do? And I think you hit it, um, like, I guess a question, if you go back into asking them the question, right? Um, so, like, for you guys listening, this is a question I would say ask yourself from what I just gathered from Kyle and just kind of where my head's at is understand what your purpose is. Like, what do you want out of life? Where do you, where do you see yourself? Like, what's the end goal? And then start backing into it backwards on how to go get there, right? Because you could clearly get into business and build a very successful business without a college education. Yep. Uh, you want to be a doctor, you want to do some of those different things, you're going to have to go to college for it. If you're lacking, you know, discipline and you just need to like mature and kind of cut your teeth and get into structure, college is another good place to go. Do you want to kind of test the waters, go get a job somewhere, see how it is, uh, but just play around. Like it's look at it, I'd say look at it as an experience, like your first four years of anything, yeah. business, career, um, or college. Yeah. What, what do you say? Would you kind of agree with that? Yeah, um, I, college was great for me, but I, I believe any opportunity, like if I didn't go to college and I just went straight into uh, business, the ramp up, I feel like the ramp up period would be longer going straight into business. Um, maybe not though. Like I, I, it's my experience is different than that. Yeah. You, you've excelled pretty crazy without going to college, you know? Yeah. And, but I made a lot of mistakes. Yeah. And honestly, the, that is like the number one teacher is the mistakes and the failures. Yeah. Um, that's where you learn the best lessons. And, um, but yeah, there are certain things in college like that were very beneficial, um, but honestly, like very few. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> well, it's good to know. We'll just sum it up with that and, and through that you guys make the choice. But again, just like what's your life plan? What's your purpose? What do you want to do? Um, and then how does college play into that? How does your career play into that? How does your business play into that? Because I lived, as I talked about in the last podcast, uh, over 11 years of my life now on um, like working for the business versus working for my life. Right. And that's the last thing you want to get stuck in is like working for the education versus working for your life. Like what, where, what do you want out of your life and how does things fit in your life? Not how does your life fit into your job or your business or that stuff. Like make things work for you and what you want to do. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, going to the next question. So I've been able to like study you for some time and how you operate and things I like about you and things that I try to mimic and uh, like I want, there's some things that you have that I want in myself and a couple of those things we'll talk about in the, the podcast. But one of the big ones is like you're selfless. Now, on the inside, you might be saying, oh, I feel like I'm selfish on this and this and this. Yeah. Um, but that, those could be like internal battles I think we all have. But from your actions, you're extremely selfless. Um, like you, uh, you're, like you, you're there to please people, right? And that shows in how you act and, and do things. Um, how, how, and I don't even know if you have an answer for this, but like, why are you like that? And how can somebody be more like like that yeah um well first of all i do not feel like i'm selfless like i literally most 98 percent of the time i don't know why i picked that number but i feel like i'm extremely selfish i think i'm really self-aware 
of when I'm choosing myself over something else. Like I know when I'm looking at my phone more than I should be spending time fo focused on my kids and helping lead them and develop them and just loving them. Um, I know when I'm not giving 100% to my staff or my team, like maybe to them it had, they don't, they see greatness, but like yeah. to me, I'm like, man, I'm not at all meeting, I'm not serving them selflessly today, Got right? It. And so like, I guess that might be the answer too, is like becoming very self-aware of like where you stand. Um, do you like analyze your day at the end? Like, do you kind of like look at these things and like, hey, how did I do? Like to become self-aware of like, of those, if you are selfish or if you're selfless? I think, not necessarily like a structure to like at the end of the day, I think it's constant. Like as I'm going through things, like immediately after I'll like reflect on it and like then I move to the next thing. Um, not say there's a right way or wrong way in that, it's just the way I do it. And um, you have to be able to compare yourself to something in order to know, like if I was around selfish people all the time, I'm selfish and I, nobody knows the difference. But if I'm around somebody who's extremely selfless and or my mentors or the people I look up to and aspire to be like, act a certain way, and now I can compare the motives in my head versus what I'm acting out on. Yeah. That's probably how I can tell where I sit. And I think that's <laughs> like, I compare myself to Jesus, like standard of selflessness, right? Yeah, yeah. And so like that standard is up way further than any human could ever reach, you know? Right. And so um, when I, compare myself to that, I am like, of course, I'm going to be like, oh, wow, like, I'm, I am not acting the way I should be in, like, because I know that there's a better way. You know? Yeah, so it sounds like one, you have standards for yourself, right? Like, on, on who you want to be and who you are, and you're, you're striving for greatness. And the second thing I took out of that is, like, you like to serve people. That, that, I do. that I brings you really some type that. of happiness, right? Yeah. Um, so, if I wanted to be more selfless, I think, the starting point would be one, like raise my standards and how, how do I get there? And it, you have to be selfless to have high standards, right? Yeah, you have to put yourself around people yeah. that um, you aspire to be like because you want to have a greater life that's more enjoyable, not spent like yeah. on yourself, right? And then the second one would be like serving somebody. So like if like today, if you feel selfish, um, go serve somebody. Go tell, like, pick up the phone and, and give somebody a compliment, like something like small. And when you get off the phone, see how that makes you feel. So if you're like in a dark place, if you're not happy, if you're low in energy right now, like pause the podcast, go pick up your phone and literally just call somebody and just tell them something that you uh, think highly about them. And then tell me where your energy is after that. Yeah, you'll be on top of the world just by doing little things like that. Yeah. Or just helping the guy, like, buy a meal for the homeless guy you drove by. You literally take five minutes every day, go pick something up, drive it back to him. Yeah, so there's a, there's a high that comes from that and excitement and a part of life and that's the, that's probably what you chase and the only way to do that is it's like selfless. Like, so I think that's the way, like from what you talked about, that's just kind of how I broke it down. Yeah, I, yeah, if you think about it, like we're all after that feeling of like, oh, I wanna feel alive and like I'm serving a purpose. And for me, it's just been like, how do I help other people? Um, but yeah, I, I'm probably way more critical than I need to be on myself yeah, you because are. I constantly don't feel like I stack up to where I should be. Um, maybe that serves me in a way too. It's just because you're staying, you keep raising the standard. Yeah. Like, right. You could, and you to in today's world, you could see that we have access to see so much stuff. 
So then somebody's a little bit better there and you're, you know, oh, I could get a little bit better and it's just that it doesn't end, but you're doing a good job. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, so the next question I have is uh, around confidence. So <clears throat> I would say in the last like, uh, like five, six months, like things have shifted for you. Uh, we've been in business together for like eight years, right? Yeah. And um, always had a good team, good management team, um, but you never wanted to really be the guy to have to like make that decision. Yeah. Um, like you, you'd always check in with people or have them ha like come up with the decision you'd like to run the play. But in like the last like five to six months, um, this like you have this like massive thing of like confidence with you, not in a cocky way by any yeah. means, but like you have like you've taken control and you're running shit. Thank you. Like completely <laughs> like on your yeah. own, like no help needed and doing a very good job doing that. What uh, what made that shift and how I want you to answer this is like think of people today that might be and I don't know if you feel it or if it's just something that I see. But somebody that might be in the spot of just like, ah, I don't know if I, I should be making these decisions or if I belong in this position or doing these things to like you then somehow just made a shift. Yeah. I don't, do you see yeah, that and feel that too? Or is that just yeah, a perception no. from me? I made it, I for sure made a conscious shift from like just being passive, I guess a passive leader to like I, being confident in your belief that you can make a difference, you know? Yeah. Um, like, dude, for 10 years almost, I like crazy, but like eight to 10 years didn't make really much profit for the business. Yeah. Um, and then I got to the point where I said, screw this. Like, What am I doing all this for, right? Yeah, like you're either, I think internally I said, you're either gonna turn the switch on, you're gonna like run this thing um, and nobody else is gonna come do it for you better than you can do it. You're the freaking owner, you do it. You got to lead it, right? Yeah. So I just grabbed it by the reins and freaking started going and said, you know what? I don't care. Like, we're, we're not going to settle for no profit anymore. Yeah. And we're going to have the best like experience with our customers, the best company culture. And, um, I'm, and I think what, what helped is like when we obviously hired some higher up people and like realizing like, dude, I can There's do There's nothing job more special in them than what's in you. Right? Yeah. Like, I'm like, dude, I've been in this thing for eight years. Like there's nobody else cut out for this. Like, let me go ahead and run it, you know? Yeah. And, um, yeah, just, I don't know, like just realizing you have the ability to do that, like the belief, but prior to that, I lacked the personal development to get to that stage where I can actually make a difference with a team of people and with a company. Like we have great people obviously in our team, but, I don't think I could ever attracted or kept any of those people unless I became greater myself. Oh, there you go. That's good. You know, like yeah. the leaders, the ceiling, right? Yep. So if I can't continually raise the ceiling, oh, so nobody within the organization and underneath us, which they're not underneath us, like servant leadership, right? Like we are yeah. serving our team. Like we're lifting them. It's really a floor, right? <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah. they can't reach up higher unless we're lifting They're the comparing floor. to you. They're working for that next thing. But if you're only on floor two, they're gonna be on floor one. Yeah, right? and you got guys who want to go to floor ten. You need to raise the you need to raise that that elevator up with yeah, them. Yeah, because if they can't see you personally owning the company on floor ten, they're gonna go find a company where that path is there. Yeah. Because they know they can't pass you, right? Yeah, and I think that's true. Just even on a smaller scale too, like with people, like individuals. Like I, I feel like I've excelled a lot in business recently, but I in a personal social area or like friendship or personal relationship level, um, there's some growth that needs to happen, you know? And so like, 
figuring that out too, like that's my next stage for me personally, is like how do I connect and have more uh, interdependence with the people around me and have stronger relationships? Because that really determines the quality of our life a lot. That's right, I think you just put a goal around it, right? Like when you meet somebody or hang out with somebody, you just put a goal on like, I wanna know, learn everything about them, know who they are, what they stand for, and I'm gonna serve them with something. And you kind of put like a, a business spin on it, that's at least what I do. And that's how I get so engaged with people because I'm like, I want to know everything about this person. I want to try to find a way to serve them, but I also need to learn something from them for my time that I spent with this person to be valuable that I could take away and better myself. Yeah, that's epic. And so there's like a little like checklist. So there's a, a project going on with it, right? Yeah, that makes it more exciting. Just engaging and connecting with people and uh, learning from them and yeah. then being able to like give them something in return that's valuable. Yeah. Like that's life. You know, that's the best parts. Like I literally, we're going on this trip. Like I'm, I am honestly more excited to have that community, like community and friendship and fellowship with our, our friends. Like the surf's one thing, like that's like great. We can enjoy that together. But like, I like this more than anything else. You yeah, know? it's fun. Cause it's act, you're actually connecting on a deeper level than versus like, hey, hey, like we see each other, right? Yeah. It's fun. I mean, like I, I recommend, I know we kind of went a little off here, but it's important. So what we're talking about like you guys are married do that with your significant other do that with your kids like really seek to learn about them understand them um, how you could serve them more and uh, just make it like a um, like an information seek type of thing uh, and it becomes very it, it really builds a bond in the relationship because it's very easy just to kind of sit there and get comfortable and you, gotta, you can feel the energy being in the same room but like you'll see that one in the room that really drives that and it's because that they're they're highly interested, which we all can be too. That that person next to you has something super special in them, and if you and they have all this experience, and it's taken them all these years to build that one special thing or multiple special things, in a five-minute conversation, there's a good chance if you're asking the right questions, you could take that special thing from them and now put it in you. They still have it, but you're gonna be able to duplicate that in yourself, and you have that much more growth. And so we talk about self-development and those different things. Yeah, you get it through a podcast, you can get it through a book, but you also get it through seeking information from other people live, and it becomes really cool and fun. And a lot of people, um, they, like to, they like to talk and they like to share and all that stuff. And um, that's where you build these friendships and the network too. And one thing, I know I'm going on a tangent a little, little, bit, a little bit, but like my success, like uh, financial success level, I guess, um, has, grew a lot when I started doing that more with people, um, and I don't do this as like, I'm trying to get like money out of somebody. Yeah. I do it cause like, I, like these conversations, like I really, it's good shit, you know? Like yeah. it's fun to be a part of. And so that's just who I am now. But also it shows other people that you care and you're interested in them. And you're also, by learning about them, you're able to help them. And then when you're helping somebody and they see that, they wanna help you back. It's a richer life when you spend time getting to know other people. That's right. Versus like living on a little island yourself. Yeah. But go ahead. I've had a lot of people um, in return help me with so much stuff just because of that trait. Yeah. If you're always giving to others, like things come back to you, right? Yeah. Um, but I wanted to touch base on like when you're talking about like spending that time like talking to your wife or having a conversation with somebody else, like you have to get out of your comfort zone. It's never gonna happen on its own. Like they're never gonna approach you and try to like have that conversation most of the time. Like you need to go out of your way and initiate that conversation and be intentful with the person in order to 
have that rich relationship with somebody. Like you can't stand in the back corner of a room and expect your relationships are gonna get better. You have to approach people face to face and be vulnerable and talk to them and ask them questions and show genuine interest in them, you know? And I think that that's why you do so good in like business now and um, like not talk about myself when I talk about myself. Like I do good in business because I, like when I'm running meetings and teams and hundreds of people or whatever, or pitching a deal, like I will, I will communicate upfront that, yeah, I don't fucking know anything about this and I'll ask questions and seek to learn from them showing that like I don't know everything right and so going into a relationship with a significant other or whatever like that's the best way to enter that you can't be like I'm the I'm the one I'm all all of it it's like like let your guard down yeah you you have to put your ego down too yeah just like let it down and people could see if they want to work with you and not want to work with you but when people see that you're open um like that's where you build that that team and that culture and that's exactly what you guys have on the built right team yeah that's cool i it's like we don't think about like why how we got there very often we're just doing it now but it is good to reflect and like okay that these combination of things trigger that and this is how we arrived here so we can help other people get there you know so so yeah being a lifetime student but just wrapping up the confidence side um if so somebody is i just want to put a summary around it's like if they're not confident today, you're basically saying like, there's gonna be probably a time in your life where you're gonna wanna rip the band-aid off. Like you're gonna get there, right? It, yeah. it took you eight years to get to like, like, man, I'm spending all this time here, like, fuck it. Like, I'm gonna do whatever it takes, yeah. right? And so like other people, if they're there, probably rip that band-aid off a lot sooner and just say, before I waste my time, like, what do I have to lose? I'm gonna die one day. Like, who cares if I fail? Who cares if I get made fun of? Just rip the bandaid off and go do it. Yeah. And be open. Like, and, and by being open, other people, this is kind of how it all got wrapped together at the Lifetime Students. Like, if you're open enough, people won't let you fail because they know who you are, they know your intentions, and they know you want to do better, and they're going to help you get there, and that's going to help you drive more and more confident. Yeah. I mean, you build confidence by doing the actions that you're not used to doing normally, getting the result pivot, change, do the actions again, and you constantly do those actions over and over again until you're like, oh, I do got this. Yeah. You don't, that's the only way. Like, that's the only way I know how. It took me eight years to figure that out on, like, the business side a little bit, but. Yeah, crazy. Um, yeah, there's no shortcut to confidence, really. Yeah. And you have to, you have to go and do it. You can't go buy it. Like, you just have to go do the work, and you have, to me, you have to fuck up, like, a, yeah. a few times and, like, get fed up with it and be vulnerable during that process because if you're not, your pride's too much of a thing, your ego's too much of a thing, you'll never grow. That's right. I was just telling Lindsay, um, we were talking like, fuck, it was like, it might've been even like last night. Uh, it was last night, we're at dinner and we were talking about like our kids and like like raising our kids, right? And like, cause we, we have a, a good life and I'm very, um, I'm very conscious of like the life I want, like how much do I show to my kids? Right, like how, like vacation wise, help wise, like some of that stuff. Like, um, I might be creating some bad behaviors right now that I need to be starting to pay attention to a little bit more, um, because like I feel like I've learned a lot in life, and I want to make sure that I'm able to give that learning to my kid. But the reason that I've learned that is because I didn't really have option B. I had option A, and I had to go figure it out. Right, and so like I want to love my kids. I want to support them in a way. But um, I think where like a lot of our growth has came from is like 
like if it doesn't work, like it's back to the drawing board. Yeah, there's been a hand, many handful of times in business where we both have been like, this is working or we're not doing business anymore, <laughs> you know? And like all these people get let down and you yeah. get your back against a wall. And every, your whole life changes. Like, like it's not like there's this, like we're, we're all in people wanting to grow our business, business or businesses and like some shit happens. Like it's, it's game over, right? And then you look at, okay, at the age you're at, having kids, like it's almost you gotta have to like settle for life and that doesn't exist in our dictionary too. So you got this like pull and I think that's really, for at least for me, that's what's driven my confidence or helped me build my confidence is like, I have everything to lose, everything to lose and I'm not willing to lose it. So I'll do literally, whatever, I'll eat dog shit. Like I'll do anything I fucking have to do to like, to, to make it. You know, and that I kind of broke down on the, the last podcast a little bit because I, I was thinking about like some of the stuff in like gnarly things um, that just like zero ego, ego, completely humble things I've had to do and like move things around so many times just to make it another week or another month, you know, and that like that just been my my life. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's good conversation. The last thing I want to ask you about is um, you have this sense of like inner joy about you. Like uh, you don't carry like, a, like bad weight, bad energy. Like when somebody's around you, you're either like, like super personality or you're chilling, but you don't have this like, oh fuck, it's not, it doesn't feel good to be around Kyle, right? Yeah. Um, I've only seen like one time, like when he had like, a, he carried stress and like it, and he, it pushed out, right? It was when we were walking, we were at mom's and we were walking to the park and you're doing something at work and it, it showed, right? So you might on the inside have some of this, but from the outside, don't ever, you, it seems like you just don't carry any weight. And you got a lot on your shoulders. If you have a big plate to fill, big yeah. shoes to fill, why, why is that and, and how? Like I, I want more of that. Everybody listening on how I just described that probably wants more of it is just like walking around like, it's almost like you're just like a, like, your persona in, it, in a professional way, though, is like a kid on summer break. Like, let's go to the beach, let's go do this, let's go have fun, right? But you're carrying, running a, a, a good-sized company and all this other stuff, like, how? So, I don't know, like, what, I think maybe I do a good job of not allowing that to cross the border from my internal to my external. Um, I just portray it differently. Like, when I am in super stress mode, I'm quiet. Like you just, yeah, I'm not going to respond to people if I'm in super stress mode. That so you reserve, you reserve the content that might come out of your mouth. Yeah. Like I know when I'm not in a good spot mentally, um, and I will uh, lower the amount that I speak at that time because I don't want to say the wrong things or like snap at somebody. Um, but like you, if you know me enough, like you can tell when my energy comes down or if I'm like, I'm, what happens is I go into like critical, like. I gotta solve a problem mode versus, cause everything, everything has a, like a solution, right? And so like you have to decide what you, like any sort of anxiety, you have to decide what you're going to do with the anxiety. You can't just let it sit in you. You have to decide what actions you're gonna take. And once you make the decision to move forward with that action, it becomes easy to deal with. But um, ultimately it is God and it's like my faith in God and knowing that ultimately at the end of the day, no matter how much I screw up things or if my life literally ends, like if I literally, lose everything i still have my faith i still have like eternity with god like i still know that i'm saved right like 
I know that the people I love have that same faith and I um, have a lot of peace from it. So like, that's just the way I've come across things in life, but I know it's not everybody's path. Like, I hope everybody finds that peace one day. Um, but specifically, like, that's, I think, ultimately why I don't, like, lose it. Like, yeah, I, don't, I don't have anything to lose. Like, yeah. I already have the world. I have yeah, everything, that's amazing. everything I see, want. See exactly what I'm talking about. That's exactly what I'm talking about right there. Yeah, like, I truly have everything I need, right? Yeah. So, and here's the other thing, too. Like, I've been in some really crappy situations, like, where I thought I was gonna lose the business because of uh, like a project we had, we're potentially gonna have to replace. Like one of the most stressful situations, it was like a $200,000 job. And I was like, it's gonna cost me 180 to replace this. And I don't have 180 in the bank. So like, those are the details, right? And so when that happened, I was like, you know what? I just prayed as a God, like you already know the situation here. Like, I'm just gonna, it's, it's all yours. Like I'll, we'll figure it out. Cause you, know? you literally could not do anything yeah. at that moment. Like, what happened a, with that project, by it, the way? It's really cool actually. So what ended up happening is, um, poor electrician, but he, <laughs> this electrician drove. So first of all, like we had a bunch of stuff we had to replace potentially, like there's a bunch of seams showing. Um, they allowed us to go do the repairs versus replacement. Well, first of all, I as struggling with that and wrestling with that idea, like crap, like I can either say, screw it, I'm, I'm bouncing, like, wipe my hands clean of it, lawsuit, like, or I can say, you know what, I'm going to own whatever situation comes up, no matter what it takes, if I have to go and spend, I have to take a loan out to fix this field, I'm going to go do that. That's good. So I made the integrity decision, the right decision, and once I committed to that, peace came back, because God's always going to be in the right decision, and then he's going to give you that peace when you're making that right decision. Yeah. So, um, once I made that decision, started working towards solutions, and they let us make the repairs, which costs maybe twenty, thirty thousand dollars in labor and parts and stuff to fix it. Now, during that process, one of the other trades, the electrician drove a forklift boom reach over our turf to reach a big light in the middle of the field, and um, they ruined thirty thousand dollars worth of turf. So. Um, what ended up happening is we got paid to go and fix the turf he ruined, which covered with profit all of the expenses we had to fix our problem. Wow. So we literally came out of the job 100% good with profit still um, and with a good reputation because we decided to do what was right and just carry through. And honestly, like, dude. I think that's where a lot of it comes from. I mean, you just said it like do what's right and talk about integrity and like faith, right? So faith's a big one. Um, like I, I, same thing, I go to God on like a lot of things when I'm, I'm stressed out or like I, it's when it's out of my control, I'm like, hey man, I'm at this point, like whatever you want to happen, like it's going to happen <coughs> and I know it's what's, what you want, right? And I'm going to be happy with it. Then, so you got the, the faith side of it and then you have the integrity side of it, right? And so like that's who you are is you always look, you, you always do the right thing. So you don't have any like baggage hanging out or any of that stuff that's going to go haunt you. You just, you know that the decisions you, you have made are always the right decisions, so you don't have any pressure. Yeah, that's where you have the peace is when you know you're doing what you believe is right. Yeah. You can't, like when you violate your conscience, that creates uh, animosity inside yourself and no peace. Yeah. When you know that you could have made two decisions, you made the wrong one, and then the longer you go down that, down that road of the wrong decisions without like realizing, hey, I'm making the wrong decision, change course and go down the right path. Yeah you will always have no peace. And that's, that's yeah. kind of how I live my life, you know? Yeah, that's a good tip. Those are my questions for you. That was good, man. I appreciate you coming on and, and sharing with the audience. 
Yeah, I appreciate the opportunity and hopefully it impacted some people, you know? Yeah, he did. I love you, man. Love you too, dude. Uh, do good, everybody. We'll talk to you soon.